Welcome to the Life Success Legacy Podcast. We're glad you're here, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, I want to welcome everybody back to the Life Success Legacy Podcast. My name is Chris Bay, and I'm joined by the founder of Life Success and Legacy, the King, Michael Everett. Actually, his middle name is King, which we think is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Michael King Everett. Hey, hey. How you doing, Mike? Good. Good. Hey, um... I have always thought about life insurance premiums as a bill mm. up until recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes people ask, well, when does my policy uh, pay for itself? Mm. So there's this whole mindset of not wanting to pay a premium because the mindset is it's a bill. Um, so... What we talk about is thinking about our policy as a bank. And if it's a bank and you're making deposits into that bank, that's a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you ever struggle with that mindset when you were first learning about IBC of it of your premiums being a bill, or did that just come naturally to you? It was pretty natural for me because I I, I recognized right away that if I, I put a dollar in and I had availability a dollar... It was really just a pass-through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think part of the, uh, the dilemma that we have to overcome so often is um, people's thinking. In fact, Nelson mentioned this every single time uh, I saw him while he was alive. He would say, it's really a matter of how you think. Mm. And so part of the, the uh, I guess, the the big dilemma that we have is educating people to think differently about the money that flows in and out of their hands. Um, So getting back to the premium, you know, we have been trained and we have been mentally programmed to think that, you know, our life insurance, our auto insurance, uh, you know, every kind of monies that are going out the door are really bills. Mm -hmm. But yet, part of what Nelson did when he created the infinite banking system was he helped people understand that, yes, it's whole life insurance. Yes, you need to pay a premium. But the great thing about it is you're paying it into a system. And it's called the infinite banking concept. You're you're owning your own banking system, which just so happens to be a dividend-paying whole life insurance policy. So we teach people how to think differently about premiums, which now we call them premium deposits. That's right. So if a lot of times in our boot camps, we talk about um, if we could take uh, the the participants in the boot camp, if we could take their brains out for just a little bit and replace it with a banker's brain. Yeah. And if you were making that deposit into a banking system that you owned and controlled and you got access to those dollars... And the growth was never interrupted. And oh, by the way, there was a death benefit attached just for kicks, Mm -hmm. right? Would you want your premium deposits to be high or low? As high as you can make them. As high as you can make them. Which I bring my personal experience into when we were designing ours. I was making 80 grand a year gross as an elementary school principal. And we started with four policies and our cumulative premiums were $50,000 a year, which sounds insane. It did sound insane at the time, too. (laughs) (laughs) But I also knew the sooner we started and the bigger we started, the better it would be long-term. And 
what's interesting is we made it through that process. Yeah. We've utilized it. And oh, by the way, we've added additional policy since that time. Yeah. So it works. Um, this next section, for those of you who have not read um, Becoming Your Own Banker, um, I want to encourage you to get the book and read it. There's a section in about the middle of the book, around page 53, 54. It's called The Equipment Financing. And the reason I want to bring this up is because of what we just talked about earlier is that people see premiums for life insurance as a bill. And so they want to know, when when is my policy pay for itself? And what Nelson does in the book is he shows several examples. There's about uh, five different examples in there. And the, this is a, a, an equipment uh, financing deal for a business owner. Mike, can you just set it up just a little bit, and then we'll do a comparison of the first equipment financing example and then the fifth one just for comparison. Well, he takes a 30-year-old business owner who just happened to be his nephew at the time, and uh, the nephew came to him and said, hey, I want to I I buy a life insurance policy, but all I want to do is I want to pay my premiums for four years. So he wanted to pay $40,000 a year for four years, so that's $160,000. It just so happened that, that because of the way the policy was designed, he had about $157,000, $158,000 of cash value available. But then starting in year five, what he didn't want to do was he decided he just didn't want to pay premiums. Mm-hmm. So really what he did was the four years he paid the premiums, he basically left the money on deposit with the life insurance company and said, hey, life insurance company, take care of everything else. If you just go down the the years, he got to age 65, he he started to retire and he was pulling out $92,000 a year Hmm. in income. Yeah. Yeah. And had $2.4 million worth of life insurance. Mm-hmm. And he did that to age 85 and still passed on $2.4 million. So so what he did is he paid premiums for four years. And quit paying. And then quit paying them and then let the, the internal cash yep. uh, of the policy pay premiums from that point forward. That's correct. Okay. And he was pulling out $92,000 in retirement, I'm air quoting, yeah, yeah. or passive income at, at age 65. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that's the first one. He didn't use it for banking at all. No. And he, and he didn't put any new money nope. into it at all after the first four years. Yep. So now fast forward um, after someone like us gets a hold of him and says, hey, man, you're financing all this business equipment with the banks. You actually have a tool that you could utilize for financing your equipment, right? That's right. Okay. So now take us to that 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 fifth equipment financing. And after he's learned all these things, what does he discover? Well, he realizes that the more he uses it, the better it gets. Mm. So really, he he had $16,000 a month going out to finance his operation. He had trucks, he had tractors, he had tree shears that he was doing in his logging operation. And so when when it all of a sudden dawned on him that uh, he, he was able to shift and if you've listened to any of our previous podcasts, <laughs> we talk about outside debt, we talk about inside debt, but he was already sending $16,000 a month to the outside finance company. That's $192,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And when he when it dawned on him, he started shifting trucks and tractors into the internal portion. So what he did was he utilized policy loans, he paid off outside debt, he shifted them to inside debt, and literally, he was paying 
what was it? It was $18,000 a year per truck for four trucks. And then he also did one of his, uh, his tractors in there. So he was paying himself 108,000 of the $192,000. That's what he was paying himself on an annual basis. So what he did was he started to utilize the policy and he kept his money flowing through his policy with all kinds of options. I mean, he was doing all kinds of fun stuff in there, but um, the bottom line is he went from, uh, I think it was $92,000 to $225,000 a year in passive income, in, in income mm -hmm. from his policy. Yeah. And instead of, uh, yeah, instead of uh, $2.4 million, I, let me just tell you, it was $5.2 million that he passed on at age 85. So it's not uncommon for people who have read the book and they're looking at that and they're saying, how did he get in that fifth equipment financing example, how did he get the policy to grow that much more? And through um, reading, through conversations with Nelson, through studying this, really what's going on is it's not that they got the policy to grow more, it's that the first example, he's cannibalizing his system Just because it. he's yeah. using the money inside the policy so it's not becoming what it really could become. Yep. But as you move towards the fifth example, what he's doing is as he turns outside debt into inside debt, those debt payments are now paying premiums. Yep. So he's not cannibalizing the policy no. and he's getting so much more out of it. He is. Yeah. Pretty amazing. So um, obviously this, this you would have to have read Nelson's book yep. uh, to understand a little bit about the equipment financing example. Um, but if nothing else, maybe it piques a little bit of interest for our listeners that they'll dig in and go back to, uh, what is that, page 53, 54? Yeah, it's actually page 50, 53 up through 62, 63. Mm -hmm. I want to read one sentence on the last page on 63. It says, your behavior in managing the system is the most important factor in this entire equation. So you're saying it's not about the company. It's not about the insurance company. It's not about rates of return. It's not about dividends. It's about your own behavior. It is absolutely unbelievable. And where else in our financial world is the result based on our behavior? Nowhere. It feels pretty good to be it in does. control of that it process, does. doesn't it? Yeah. Well, thanks for that discussion. Uh, that was pretty fun to dig into that a little bit. Um, to our listeners, thank you for joining us as always. Um, please check out our website, lifesuccesslegacy.com. If you have not read Nelson Nash's book, get yourself a copy. You can get it on our website um, and dig into that equipment financing. It is packed full of learning. Uh, we have read and reread and reread that book, and we continue to learn more as we go forward. So thanks for joining us. Till next time. <laughs>